Welcome, welcome, welcome to another week of Hope You're Ready, the podcast. We hope that you had a good week um, since the last time we were together. And my co-host this week is... Lucas Sinclair. Okay, who is that? I mean, who is the... (laughs) He and I (laughs) is the R... The uh, black kid from the uh, Netflix series uh, Stranger Things. Mm, okay. And I yeah. chose him chose to be Lucas Sinclair because he he's like the the one kid that's like like all of the all of his uh, other friends are white, and so there's like this strange girl or something just appeared from somewhere, and then his friends are like trying to hide her and trying to help her or something and don't even know who she is or whatever. He's like, look, we need to tell our parents, we need to do this and that, whatever, like we need to find out where she's from because at the same time that she appeared, one of their friends went missing. And he's like, we need to stay focused. We're looking Hmm. for our friend. And guess what name is their friend? Hmm. (laughs) Will. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I've never watched that show. Um I've I think I've watched the first episode when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I've not gotten into it. Yeah, I'm trying to get into it. Since I saw the the little trailer of the second season, I'm like, okay, it may it might be something to it. I just hope I, I'm not. I'm hoping that this is not some kind of alien thing because I tend, even though I find alien stuff interesting, I don't want to see. I don't really like alien shows or alien movies and that kind of stuff. Like I don't want to have some kind of. But it seems to me that it might be more along the lines of something is like like one of those. Uh, if you ever heard those stories about places that did like uh experiments on kids and such mm-hmm. and like did like electroshock therapy or whatever they did mm-hmm. and then these kids ended up being really jacked up or whatever i'm thinking that that's probably mm-hmm. i'm hope i'm thinking and i'm hoping that this is probably like one of the really deeper uh mm-hmm. things behind this or else i'm probably gonna lose interest nah okay but so far it's all right <laughs> i might need to Watch the first season this weekend and see if I can really get into it. But before we get too much into the episode, um, for our listeners out there, if you ever want to give us ideas on what to talk about or um, what topics to discuss, you can reach us at by email at hyrpodcast at gmail.com. That's hyrpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a message on Facebook at Hope You Ready Podcast. You is spelled out. And our sponsor for this week's episode is Wine Shop at Home. They have a really good deal going on right now for the month of November. If you purchase this uh, special uh, gift basket, they will donate $10 from every purchase of this uh, gift basket um, to the Mighty uh, Warriors Project. And it's a 501c3 nonprofit that was started by uh, a lady that lost her son in Iraq. And she provides um, different services to 
um, vet veterans and um, the families of veterans. So it's a good cause. So while you're shopping for Thanksgiving or your Christmas uh, gifts early, you can um, support uh, veterans as you shop. So if you want to support those veterans and support us as we try to continue this podcast, you can go to wineshopathome.com slash wellburly. And let's move on with the show. Well, um, what's been going on with you, Lucas, for this past week? Anything interesting going on? When it feels like it's been only two days in the week, I'm not really sure (laughs) what was interesting about it. And I feel like that actually kind of sucks because Mm. I'm sure that there's been some eventful things. But when when somebody asks you at the end of a week, like, how was the week? Like, yeah. And the only thing you have is it was fast. Yeah. This week did seem to go by super fast because I'm like, really? Wasn't it just Monday? Right. <laughs> That's why I'm like, it feels like we recorded and then two mm-hmm. days later and we're here again. Yeah. So I'm like, what really happened? I mean, there was a <laughs> lot of days there in between. Yeah. It was literally like, what, seven of them before now? <laughs> and yet I feel like it was two. What yeah. the hell? Well, I didn't do too many things, but I I am trying to get back into my writing because um, I've had a blog for, well, this particular blog since 2015, the end of 2015. And I go, I would have like where I want to write every day then I don't write for like months <laughs> and then <Sounding> like me. <laughs> I'm back into writing but I found um, this Facebook group for um, bloggers and it's like 11,000 people in this group and you people basically and it's not everybody that posts um, but it's a good number of people that post um, different of their um, blog entries. And so people usually go read it, make a comment, and then share your blog on Facebook and Twitter. Um, <clears throat> so in this past week, on this one particular blog entry I did, like I have seven comments. And... I'm like, ooh, that's neat. Because, <laughs> you know, especially when I've gone from not doing anything with the blog to, you know, having people comment. And it'll be pretty decent comments, too. It's not just like, oh, I like this post. So that's been pretty interesting uh, for me, anyway. Um, then I'm getting ready for my partner will be here. Um, a week from today Um, so he can be here for Thanksgiving so I'm looking forward uh, to that seems like a whole lot of shaking will be going on (laughs) on. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and be moving the furniture and such. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um getting sign ups because I I'm not sure if I mentioned it on here, but um the membership of the nonprofit actually did end up choosing the cruise through the Western Caribbean. <laughs> so, and that's the one I thought they weren't going to choose, but uh, they chose it again. Uh, so that's October, no, November. We, we did the November one for um, 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Is that the one that, that the all inclusive or something? Yeah. Um, we, we With got the drinks a, and everything. Well, this is going to be the cruise. Um, that was the resort. But for the cruise, we got this really, really good deal. It's with Norwe Norwegian. Um, right now until uh, the end of the month, um, November, the deposit is only $50. And usually the deposits are $250. And people get until the end of August. Uh, 2018 to uh, pay it off. And <clears throat> if we get, all we need is seven cabins, which we're almost there. I think we need one more. And we get all these promotions free of charge, which is the, the drink package, which you get all your top shelf uh, liquor, as well as, you know, soda and stuff like that. Um, you get the the food package, which there's always like, you know, I guess I'm going to call it the food court, um, but that's not what it is. That's always open, but this food package is for like the, you know, the fine dining stuff and then the internet package. And there, if we get our seven cabins, we're they're throwing all of that in for free. And then the cabins right now, at least, if they paid their deposit, um, the inside cabin is $1,700 roughly, and the um, balcony cabin is um, $2,100 for two people all together. That sounds really good, especially when you mm -hmm. have a whole year to just to, to yeah. I guess, make payments and such. Yeah. How long is how many days is it? Is seven that? seven days. Seven days. Seven days. I don't it's, even know if I have seven days to be able to not work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone through I know we port in um Honduras, um Cozumel, and I forgot the other stops, but I don't really plan on getting off of the off the ship um is that possible like when they when i guess because i don't really know how cruises and such work but i get do they like dock they dock somewhere and then people get off they can if they want to like but it's not it, like you're it, there for, <laughs> for oh, okay a full day you just Docking so you can go do some shopping. It's like a few hours. Oh, okay. I don't know why mm -hmm. I thought that maybe they dock and like you have like you spend the night over in Jamaica oh, or wherever no. country you go or something, and then no. you leave out the next morning or something. 
No, because you can do. You don't have to get off the off the ship. You can do everything. Is right there. Um, right. And I maybe another one when it's not so many people, like if it's just a personal one, and not with the group. I just don't want to. I don't know. Because, you know, since I'm president, I'm kind of, it's a vacation, but it's not really a vacation, yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I'd just stay on. Because on. When, when you're organizing something and all that, you're pretty much never going to have a time where you're mm-hmm. not still organizing stuff, yeah. even though it's, you know, yeah. That's why I don't like organizing stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't get to go on the last uh, cruise that they took because I was, I had started work like a week before um, at the job I'm currently at. So I have the time and it's going to be November, the, the seven days beginning November 25th. So it's going to be right after Thanksgiving next year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Because um, even though, you know, we're kind of organizing this, you know, we really don't have to do a whole lot. <laughs> it's just kind of show our, our faces and, you know. Yeah, drink. but it's kind of like one of those things where I feel like if it was me or like anytime I've organized something or whatever, it's like, Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not do- literally doing too much on the day right. of, right. I feel like a lot of it is still on me. Like if something goes wrong, or right. if people are not having a good time, or whatever, I'm always. I'm, it's like I'm the one who suggested, especially if I'm the one who suggested this, or you know, people start you know having whatever you know bad moments or whatever. I'm gonna. It's gonna make me feel a certain way, like I'm responsible for all of these people's happiness, which is why I don't really like organizing stuff. Or like if I, if I am in an organizing position, I always try to make it to where like, yeah, I'm leading you, but you're actually doing everything. (laughs) Like you're, you we're, we're going to go somewhere. Where are we going to go? That's my question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah. Where are we going to stay? I'm putting everything into every... I, I'm not choosing anything. You don't make up your minds? Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of how it is. We do this, and it's not always a cruise. We did New York one year. We did Vegas one year. Um, and somewhere else. So we do it every couple of years just to do something outside of the convention or the conference um, scene <laughs> where you're always on the go. Um, you never get to rest because there's so, so much going on. But, you know, there's a lot going on with the cruise, but at least, you know, it's fun stuff and you can get drunk during the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, and the only other thing, it didn't happen this past week, but, um, last month I was interviewed by the Nancy podcast. That is an LGBT, um, podcast run on the New York NPR station, WNYC. 
Um, so I had an interview, little brief interview, um, on their season. I think it's season two finale, and the <clears throat> the um, topic was, "Are you out at work?" And so they had different people um, that they did interviews with, and then they had people kind of do a voice recording. Um, talking about whether their experiences with being out or not at work. And it was a really interesting episode. It's not that long. It's about 30 minutes or so, maybe a couple of minutes longer, because um, they tend to do short episodes. But this one was really good, um, and I thought I sounded like a dork <laughs> on there, because I was like, oh, I don't like hearing my um, yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, so I heard was, the episode as well. <laughs> it was really good, and you know, I'm not really out at work. Just you know, my team members know my partner, and so I was telling one of the advocates that works with me about it, and she came to work like a week later and she was like I heard the episode it was it was kind of neat um so I like the Nancy podcast that's how I knew about them um wanting people to send in information I listen to it all the time they're on hiatus high, high right now and I, I forgot how long it lasts maybe a couple of months um, but it's on WNYC, the NPR station in New York. So if you get a chance, um, take a listen to all the episodes. Um, but I'm on the episode, I think it came out on October 28th. So, and that's about it as far as that goes. So... I was reading this story <laughs> in the Washington Post. Oh my gosh. Oh. You just said Washington Post. And it's I'm I'm surprised and not ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think we might have the same <laughs> uh, no, because Anything from Washington Post, there's stuff I don't read, so I'm not ready. Oh, no, and it's, it's not politics. <laughs> oh, it's, that's amazing. Go ahead. It's not Continue. politics. By all means. <laughs> but I want to give you one good guess as to what, what topic this is. Let's take one, one good guess. Somebody raping somebody or something? No. Well, we talked about that kind of (laughs) the past couple episodes. There's a lot of that going on. You know, the rape tour just won't die. Yeah. I'm like, who knew that uh, Bill Cosby would look like a little sweet little angel? In comparison. (laughs) Yeah. But what I read, and I almost fell the hell out of my seat, is called monkeypox. The what? <laughs> Monkeypox. And I'm laughing, but it's really not funny. Monkeypox is, uh, they call it the cousin of smallpox. Um, they have it, relatives? <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it causes um, like a rash. Well, first of all, let me back up. Um, it is in the Congo Republic, so in Africa, and it you can get it when you come in contact with um, an effect, infected animal. And of course, they found it first in monkeys or, or chimps. Um, and once you, a person catches it, it's really easy to, to go from person to person. And they have this ranked up there with um, anthrax. And I forgot what the other pathogen was that um, can harm humanity, is a threat wow. to humanity. Yeah, and can it cause extinction or something? Well, right now, they, well, that's what they're worried about because they're seeing more cases of it. Um, and this monkeypox kills one in 10 people that it um, infects. And so where it is, and I forgot the name of the, of the city, but it's in the Congo. So, you know, right there uh, near the equator. Um, that's where it is. So the CDC from, you know, U.S. scientists have gone over trying to really find out what this virus really is and how to control it before it gets out of hand. Um, <clears throat> because... It's just, oh, and it causes the rash, and then they say it feels like cigarette burns, um, and it's really harmful with kids, and so I'm like, okay, I feel, I, I don't want to hear that they are worried about this thing spreading, but I'm like, okay, it's over there and, um, in the Congo. But they said back in 2003, there were some cases of it in the U.S. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> um, and the people, everybody here in the U.S., they, they survived. Um, of course, they're not in the Congo because where it is in the Congo, they don't have running water. You know, they don't have electricity, um, things like that. And around this area there, you know, there's diseases that still uh, are there that the rest of the world doesn't see anymore, like leprosy, stuff like that. Um, so this kind of scared the hell out of me because <laughs> all I could think about was like Ebola when it, you know, when it was in America and you know, truth be told, I don't, I think a, maybe a person died or maybe not. I, I just don't remember. But, you know, that was in Texas. I mean, some of the cases were in Texas. So it kind of, it kind of <laughs> shook me up a little bit. Had you shook. It had me shook, shook, shook. <laughs> but it's kind of, it's scary as hell because I'm like I've never heard of monkeypox. 
But yeah, I was just, mm-hmm. I just kind of wonder, like, like you said, it, that they also had it. That was uh, cases in the U.S., but then all of those people survived. I'm just wondering. Okay, and that means there's a way to control this. Well, so, there's no so, cure. There it is. They said there, there's no cure. So I don't, I, in the story, so, I didn't see, they didn't talk about the U.S. people. That, yeah, because I'm like, if there's a cure, and, pe- and, they, and the story said that people in the U.S. had it, right? So, I mean, so you mean to tell me these people, whoever these people are in the U.S., they basically still got monkeypox? I'm guessing so. <laughs> the, what, what I took from the story and... You know, I didn't do a whole bunch of research on it. Um, But the way I'm taking it is like maybe it's in remission or maybe it can be controlled. uh, Yeah, kind of like, I don't know, like HIV. You keep it slow. Yeah, but even with that, I'm just thinking like if that's the case, then why? I don't, I don't know. I just. Why yeah. they can't? That's what they're doing. But I just feel like they're probably not. Well, they they say that's why the CDC is over there, because when you have areas areas like that where there is no running water, there's no, you know, hospitals like we know hospitals. That's why all these diseases are still. I don't want to say rampant. Um, are rampant over there, but they still exist. Like, who knew leprosy? Well, there's still big issues because they're not. Mm-hmm. There's not uh, some kind of controls in place. So mm-hmm. you know, well, so they it goes become... just have running water because right. you get, you know, when you're drinking, uh, you know, drinking water that animals are in and peeing and. Oh yes. In. oh yes, and humans too. Mm-hmm. Humans doing the doing all that as well mm-hmm. in the water. So, so it's not third world countries. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's you know I you get new strains and all kinds of mm-hmm. things doing that kind of stuff. That's like they st- um, this article said that Ebola is still there. And I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with the because they they're in the rainforest over there, so maybe it has something to do with the the heat. Maybe that's why things are able to, and then all the exotic, well, exotic to Americans, exotic animals over there, and the people are living with the well, not with the animals, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they hunting, <laughs> hunting. Uh, They're like really part of everyday life type of things. Yeah. So, um, if you want to read more about it, you can go to the Washington Post. I think it was from November third. Um, you can find the article, but just look up monkeypox. <laughs> You should be able I'm to. Find you. Yeah, and 
I don't know. But I was, you know, when I was looking for little different things, I was like, oh, this is, I was not thinking like smallpox (laughs) when I looked it up. I was thinking, you know, my ass, I was like, uh, monkeypox, is that like chickenpox? (laughs) So, um, but look. It kind of looks like chickenpox. Mm. Yeah, but they say the rash is just like, it starts with the rash. And I don't know what cigarette burns feel like, but apparently it's very painful. And um, they said the ones that are affected more are are children. So who knows? There's some more research I got to do when I ha- I've had a, a couple of glasses of wine, so I won't freak myself out. But there you go. One thing that did happen this week um, in a lot of places over the United States was Tuesday there were elections and Democrats were were happy and are still happy because they won most of the contests um, that were out there. Of course, um, the Democratic the Democratic um, candidate won for governor of Virginia um, and also of New Jersey, and there were a lot of um, there were two trans uh, women that won uh, seats, one in Virginia. She beat the man that was totally against. She, uh, he supported the, the bathroom bill um, that was there in Virginia. She beat him. And, and somewhere in Minnesota, it might have been Minneapolis, um, I think there's a trans woman who made it to city council. There were a lot of um, first-time people, first-time candidates that ran and actually won. Um, so that was kind of, um, I don't want to say surprising, but that's the only word I can think of. Cause you know, one of my complaints has always been over the years that Democrats will get out there and vote for, for president, but won't give a damn about school board or state legislature. And that's why. We have all these Republican states and uh, all the uh, the Jerry um, Jerry again, uh, of the of the seats for Congress. So, had you heard anything about it, or were you like, whatever? <laughs> um, both. <laughs> uh, you know, when I when I heard that it was election time again. You know, being a person that really don't, you know, I don't really bother with voting and such like that. And then being out of the country most of the time anyway, uh, I'm not even going to start trying to figure out how to do that Mm -hmm. outside of, you know. And so, yeah, I had heard about elections. I don't know. I don't know what y'all were electing for. So I'm just listening to you. 
I guess you said the gov was it the governors or senators or who the were those people being elected? The governors in Virginia and um, New Jersey, um, the New York mayor got reelected. So, yeah. So it wasn't all of the governors being voted across the U.S. No, no. Oh, because like in I Texas, they, so they don't do it all at the same time. No. The only oh. ones that get voted on all at the same time is the U.S. House of Representatives. And the as president. As, as far as nationwide. Well, wow. that, you can't even say the House races are nationwide. They all get... they all Elected in their states, right? Yeah, or their, their districts at the same time, but it's not really a national election. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yes, sucks that I never knew that. But then the other part of me is kind of like, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> just be yeah. honest. Because <laughs> yeah. we vote in Texas on the governor next year. And so there was, <clears throat> I've been getting a lot of emails um, talking about, and they, you know, they're sending it to everybody, run. You ever thought about running? And I'm like, Lord, nope. <laughs> I thought you were talking about exercise for a second because we said <laughs> they were like, run. I'm like, run for one well. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, I, I hope, I think people were so and are still so shocked about how politics is going, even if you are a supporter of um, Donald Trump admit that there's no, not really anything happening because he's doing a lot of stuff with regulations and executive orders, but just like he's showing with Obama, that stuff can be reversed um, easier than a law can be changed. Um, so I think... You know, over this past year from when he got elected, I think he's really harmed his reputation, even with his supporters. His supporters are going to support him no matter what. Um, but he's not getting anything done. And to me, it's like he's just like a little bully <laughs> at, on the school playground. Like, if you say something to him, he's going to say something back. And that's about it. That's why I've been so kind of tuned out of politics, because I'm just so tired of hearing the noise. Um, I have my certain podcasts I listen to, because I want to have, I want to hear the conversation. I don't want to mm -hmm. hear the sound bites. Not right. that I can deal with. I can deal with that, even if it's somebody I politically disagree with, because I'm like, <clears throat> you know, just because they think differently than I do doesn't make them just like an evil person. Because, <laughs> you know, unless as long as they're not trying to say, you know, black people need to be dead or something like that. If we just have a physical, uh, phys Philosophical, I can't even talk. <laughs> um, Philosophical. Thank you. 
you know what. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that's fine. We can disagree. Um, because when the country works, when people come together, you don't get everything you want. I don't get everything I want. But, you know, let's say we're trying to get to the same goal. Right. Um, I can deal with that. It's just the I, I'm just so tired of the sound bites and you know, and it's on the left and the right. I think the right is much worse, um, but the left is not innocent in it. Um, so I don't know. It was nice to you know see um, Democrats. And not the same old Democrats. It's new people that were like, I'm, I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm going to do something about it. So that is what kind of felt good. And these people won, in most cases, very handily. So it's not like, a, you know, not a fluke. And it's not always about the U.S. House or the Senate. You know, these people ran for school board, city council, um, the state legislature. And that's where, you know, where the everyday laws are, are made that will affect you. So it was exciting. Um, and I think, you know, on the national level, I think it caused all the politicians, um, especially the Republicans, to think, okay, I better be careful if I still want to have a chance at running for office. Um, so it was nice, and that's all I have on that. So, Lucas, is anything going on in Hot Topics for this OMG, week? OMG, there's, like I always say, <laughs> there's always some fuck shit going on in the entertainment world. And mm. there's a show, a reality show called uh, Married to Medicine. And uh, while there's a lot of uh, reality TV shows that I don't watch, uh, if there's any reality shows that usually have like a explosive type of reunion show, I watch the reunion show. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just... I don't know. We'll probably get to get to that as part of th throughout this uh, thinking out this whole situation. But uh, this is one of those shows that I don't I don't ever watch the season. But if they get once they get to the reunion show, I watch that because a lot of times on the reunion show they basically recap the whole season and they like discuss everything that went down because you know they record the shows. And then they record all of these like uh, testimonials or confessionals, they call them confessionals, to the cameras, you know, and not knowing what the other cast members are be saying behind the scenes of the recording. And then they watch it unfold as well, just like we do. Mm -hmm. They watch it all unfold. And, so, and then the social media world gets involved and, you know, with their thoughts about what's going on and how it's unfolding and everything. And then we get to the reunion show, which is uh, usually, well, I think they end up recording it maybe before a few episodes before the end. 
So it's not exactly after, totally after everything has unfolded. So, I, but I think, but by the time they do the reunion show, they get to at least see the rest of the episodes and how it's gonna play out, so that they can do their reactions at the reunion show while they get interviewed about what happened throughout the season. So this is one of those shows that I watch. Well, Married to Medicine, they have this, uh, one of the ladies, they're all ladies, lady doctors, and their husbands, basically. It's kind of like a Housewives of Atlanta or something, but for female doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the doctors is named Dr. Jackie, which is the one that we're going to talk about. I think she's actually the oldest female on the cast. Mm-hmm. And she has a reputation of being very serious about her career to the point where she seems to always be involved in in her career somewhere, you know, in some aspect or another around the clock. Mm-hmm. And in the past, her husband has pretty much been complaining that he never never really had that much time to spend with his wife because she's always working and doing, you know, whatever. And this current season of Marital Medicine has just come out, I believe, this past week. And it's kind of started this whole uh, which side are you going to choose type of thing because it seems her storyline is going to involve her husband is now either wanting a divorce mm-hmm. and then the, there's a, a real life situation stuff that's uh, overflowing right now as the show just aired, the the, season, the new season just uh, aired that there's a mistress involved. Oh. Okay, and so it's kind of dividing people to that are taking sides, whether uh, they side with Dr. Jackie or they, you know, siding with the husband, which would mean if you're siding with the husband, people are blaming Dr. Jackie for basically, I guess, the demise of her own uh, marriage, Mm -hmm. you know. And so my thing is all the all people in all relationships always have issues when you get on tv or just in any kind of position where any number of people are magnifying your issues you're going to begin if you if you let their voices get in it's going to affect you and then it's going to cause you to forget all about all the good things about your life and all the good things about your relationship until it's way too late and everything is crashing and burning you know reality tv shows really just need to die in my opinion but they probably won't die anytime soon because people just seem to love to rubberneck at these on-screen, online train wrecks, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like online, the same people who are, who are cheering you on and saying, oh, look at this black love and look at this whatever, whatever, you know. Oh, they're so amazing. We love how they stand up to this person. We love how they, you know, everything. Those tend to be the same people that's just like, cheering you on just so they they can get all the tea that they can get on you and all the things that you're happy about. And then they turn around and begin destroying your life just for their own entertainment purposes. You know, you have people that go on these reality shows now that, you know, you've seen them in the first two or three seasons or whatever. They're happy. They have a, you know, everybody loves seeing them and their husband. Oh, they look, they're so loving. And then, the, the media and the, the social media world destroys that mm-hmm. by putting out all, you know, they start finding out, oh, he knows this person. And then people start coming out, maybe lying about him saying he's doing this and she's doing that and all of this kind of stuff. And next thing you know, they got a spinoff show all because mm-hmm. of their divorce that's happening or, 
you know, but but they don't realize that these people, like, is these are real people. <laughs> don't they have a name for it? Like, it's a curse. Like, all the... Um, I know I used to watch uh, Hogan Knows Best. Like, everybody, like you said, when they start off, they're good, and the, everybody ends up in a divorce who's married and does a show. Yeah, and it, it kind of seems like it goes in reverse. Like, when a show first airs, it's like the people who everybody loves ends up, like, if the show continues and they continues to be on the show, their life goes to shit. And all of the people who we hated right off the bat seem to have the spinoffs where they end up getting married and they're having a dating type of show or help this person get married or let this person is looking for love or whatever. It's like so fucking weird. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's like I said, I, I feel like all of these reality shows should die. And I feel like I kind of blame it on uh, the flavor of love. I'm going to reach all the way back to flavor of flavor. Yeah, flavor. I, I used to love watching <laughs> that. I ain't even going to lie. That's what I said. And that's how I feel like that's how society tends to do. Like, we, the, you know, yeah. it's a new thing that kind of comes up, and then we always end up loving it until we hate it. Well, you know, <laughs> I think it was kind of different because you you knew that Flavor Love was obviously scripted. Real, like it was so strip scripted. Because I'm like, who falling for Flavor Flav? <laughs> yeah, because like, and, even, and, and even the surreal life, you know. I never watched that one. I think that was before Flavor of Love, which is probably, I think I've heard that's probably the the very first reality show, probably. Well, the very first one is Real World. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah. But yeah, so Real Life is how uh, Flavor of Flav got his show, Flavor of Love, because he was on a season of that, of um, Surreal Life. Webster was, I mean, uh, Emmanuel Lewis was on there, Vanilla Ice, those type of people. But it, yeah. it, it was nothing like, you know, house. Right. Stuff like like I said, like we, we always, we, even with technology or whatever it may be, we always start off with something fresh and new and people don't. Mo- When I say people, I mean, like, in general, the general Mm -hmm. mass population, they don't think about where this can actually go. We just see, they just see it for right where it is right now. And right now, it's fun, it's funny, or whatever it may be, we enjoy it, and life is good right now. And then eventually, it's not enough. And then it escalates higher and higher and things, even with technology, it it improves and 2.0, 3.0, 10.0, whatever it is. And then it's just, it it kind of, what is the word, ingratiating its way into our life somehow? It's like, it just becomes part of us to the point where it's like, like I'm saying, these shows need to die, but it's like, I don't see how it's going to die. And even like I said, when I started off this story, a lot of these shows I don't even watch, but I will watch the, re- the reunion show just because it's going to be some explosive, possibly scripted, possibly a little bit not type of drama that mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch as I sip on some wine and laugh at these people, even though 
you will see throughout the year and even afterwards, these people were like still posting things on Twitter and you hear all of these things about their real life that really parallel to what you just watched on these reality shows. That's like, these are real people going through hell, but they're doing it like and getting paid for it somehow. But that's just, man, it's like, will you, would you, would you give, give up, I guess a certain level of happiness in your life just to ratchet it up, I guess on TV for the masses when you gonna end at the end of the day yeah you you get a check but i don't even think they actually get paid that much because i believe most of them do these reality shows just for the exposure mostly so that they can get paid in other ways like for interviews and for walkthroughs in clubs or whatever it may be just so that they can get other money that way for for being known for being on marriage to medicine or love and hip-hop or you know things like that you know, but at the same time, you're actually possibly losing fans and even losing credibility with these doctors and such now. And they even had a show with uh, real estate agents that I don't even know if it got renewed, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I feel like you doing all of this, you're getting the recognition, but is it necessarily a good recognition when you're, especially when you're trying to be an artist or you're trying to be a doctor in, in Dr. Jack? Jackie's case or in in the on the reality show where they did uh the real estate agents and the you know you're getting the attention but the, are are people going to really want to work with you in your profession in your career now that you've been they seeing you fighting on camera with somebody or they're you know that you know is this I don't know in my second uh topic since we're making good time or whatever Hopefully you guys are still with us. Um, hey, I want to just. <laughs> I hope you're ready when you click that play button. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, I want to discuss how all of these al- new allegations that's been coming out the woodworks. I really didn't want to, uh, I guess, really talk about this stuff. This stuff anymore. Why well, I thought but... you were about to say new alligators. <laughs> And I wish it was alligators because <laughs> that might be more interesting than all of these this this yeah. uh rape trial tour and 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 they trying to have the opening act of molestation and such. I'm 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 but anywho, all of these new allegations that's coming out, it seems like it's just like all of these different actors and actresses and such just coming out and just calling out all of these different people, these different execs and everything, which I guess, you know, on at some extent, that's, you know, it's a good thing or whatever. But what I'm wondering is if with so much of this happening and getting all of this exposure now, will it actually have a reverse effect? Like, true, you know, the people we drag all across social media and we ruin their lives because whatever they've done, you know, they're going to get it. They're going to get with, you know, their, I guess, you know, their due justice or whatever it is for right now. But will this be somehow like desensitizing us in the future? Sort of like, sort of like how the disaster when 9-11 happened. 
where, you know, everybody was devastated about it, probably around the world, I'm not sure. But then days, weeks, months later, when the news kept talking about it, kept showing the video over and over, people either kind of turned the channel, they turned the TV off, or they might watch it, but they're not really paying attention because they kind of like disgusted by the whole thing and they're just kind of tired of hearing about it. Just like even in another situation, like when the Malaysian airplane went missing. You know, there was a lot of other airplanes that also went missing after that. But it seemed like they reported maybe the first two or so they, they were also going missing. But it started, it seemed like in large, it became too much, mm-hmm. you know. And then eventually even the news media or whatever just stopped talking about it all together. But, then, but does that mean that the planes are not missing anymore? Does that mean, right. you know, does that mean we don't care? Does that mean we just, you know what I mean? And it, that's why I'm like, will it kind of desensitize us in a way to the point like now, okay, it's great that we're talking about all of these rapes and the molestations and all of that stuff, but it seems like it's, I'm just wondering if it's going to become such a thing to where eventually, even though there's still new people coming out, will it get, to a point where it's like we don't really want to hear it can we just move on to something else or it's like oh or it will be kind of like yeah okay yeah we get it he raped you whatever try to go try to take him to court try to get paid or whatever but we don't want to you know i think before it gets to that i think it's going to get to a point really fast that people stop believing Yes. Um, because you saw it this week with um, the Republicans and the guy that's running um, for senator in Alabama. He, four women just came out against him, and one was 14, and he had, she is alleging that he had sexual relations with her, and he was 30 at the time. And how old was she? Not that 14, it matters. 14. Oh, okay. Oh, so she came... So this is, like, really recent. She didn't wait, like, any, no, any number of... No, I mean, this guy's, like, 70-something now. So that's why I'm wondering how old was she at the time of she the... Was 14 at the time. Oh, okay. This was back in the oh, okay. 70s. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought this was, like, a really fresh, like, a, like you know, no, a 14-year-old just stepping up. No, this is a fresh story. And they they interview like thirty people, and these women put their names to this stuff. And he was trying to say, "Oh, it's the Democrats," but these women um, are Trump supporters and stuff like that. Not that that should matter, <laughs> but you know, it's just I don't know. I don't. It's know. a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, and it, and it's something that's been been happening as you, I mean, mm-hmm. for decades upon decades, and it's like now with this whole social media age and everything, it's we're able to to jump on it as it comes up, mm-hmm. but at the same time with this whole social media thing, there's so many things that that are coming up every day yeah. that people have like a short a short inten- attention span to where it's. I th- that's why I keep, keep using the word desensitizing, where it's like people just become like, oh, it's another. It's just like it, it's kind of 
it's like you start to categorize these type of stories or whatever whenever you they pop up in your news feed whether it's on twitter facebook or whatever you know it's like you know it'll be is where whereas when it first started becoming a thing you uh, you probably stop and read every little post and things like that but now it's like you might even block people who are posting such things or you might just literally mm-hmm. or either you don't even read your news feed at all anymore like me or or you just totally skip over stuff once you see oh, a certain name or you see a certain headline with those same trigger words. You just literally skip it so that you don't have to be pissed that day. Mm-hmm. Or, what you know, because everybody got some issues. Everybody got some shit going on in their life. You know, so it's like it becomes a lot just because it's like all if I take this in, I'm adding this to my day. <laughs> I'm adding this yeah. to my life. You know, which is why some a lot of times I might not even talk about certain things so much because I don't want to want to even add it to the listeners' uh, day because I don't even want to add it to mine. Yeah, you know, it's it's you're right though. It's this stuff has been going on for years, and I think it might have been Charlemagne the God that said something in like along the lines of. You hate that it's going on, but it's going to force a lot of them to clean up. Um, Right. But I feel like for right now, that could probably happen, you know, because like the ones that's what, what, because it's still hot right now. But I feel like once it gets, once it gets to the point where in general, people are kind of tired of talking about it or such, you know, cause like I said, there's so many new topics of, of different things mm-hmm. popping up every day. Yeah. That it's like, like I, the, the thing I compare it to, even though I don't like the bitch, Wendy Williams would say something like, you know, if like if something would were to happen in a certain celebrity's life, all they all they really need to do is just don't do anything, just don't say anything, don't respond because in the next day or so, everybody will be talking about something else. Yeah, and you know it's fine that even if it's just for right now that it cleans it up because that's all we do as humans anyway. Mm-hmm. We worried about what we can see. <laughs> we and if we, I. I we tend not to think long term. Right. And I just fear about that a little bit when it comes to such things like, you know, molestation and rape and all of this kind of stuff. Because, you know, now that it's finally reached the social media age where, you know, it can really be put under a microscope, we're, we're in general, we're at a... a a level where people don't pay that much attention to it. We'll put it under a microscope, but as soon as something else happens, there there seems a little more hot and interesting and popping or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we move on. We put the micro- we move the microscope to something else. That does it but but we it's like I was uh, having a chat with my brother earlier about this same sort of thing. Like the people in in Houston are dealing with situations still mm-hmm. from Hurricane Harvey, but yeah. right now in the in the media world in general, that's not even a hot topic anymore. But that doesn't mean these people aren't still suffering. 
You know, oh, yeah. so it's like at the moment that these people are suffering, there's a lot of uh, help, there's a lot of aid, whatever people are coming in and doing this and that. But as soon as something else happened, those people move on, you know, because the attention is no longer here, it's over here. So people move mm-hmm. on to whatever the other disaster or whatever the other hot topic is. Right. Yeah, because just like in, in that example, like, look at Puerto Rico. On on the, um, what's the word I want to use? In the grand scheme of things, they were hit much worse on a larger scale. But then for the people that were hit in Houston, that's a large scale to them when they've lost everything. But, Mm -hmm. you know, people think in terms of um, numbers, uh, unfortunately. And like you said, you know, that was a big story. And you you saw a lot of outpouring. But then when it came to Puerto Rico, you see Trump saying, we're not going to be here forever. You, you, you guys was fucked up already. <laughs> so, wow. You back to your level of fucked up <laughs> and, and, and that's, and that's a, and that's a thing. Like I know people give, give Trump a lot of shit or whatever, but that, that in, in a lot of ways, I can somehow respect him for saying that just straight away. Like, if that's what, you know, he said or whatever, because, you know, I don't be really paying attention to him like that. But that's actually kind of a true thing. Like, you you know, but it's still fucked up at the same time. But I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, because I'm just trying to rewind a bit and, and think about the time when there wasn't social media and there wasn't all of this exposure necessarily on these topics. Yes, we had newspapers, but they were usually local, wherever you live type of things. Or we had radio, but that was also kind of pretty much a local. There was, I don't even know if there were how many uh, national radio stations there really were because growing up in Houston, I never heard of a, a station that was really like a nationwide type of thing that was talking about really you know, world issues or talking about our issues in Houston to the point to the point that other uh, cities could hear it in real time. But in, in thinking back to that time, I'm just like, yeah, okay, if that was like with, with Hurricane Alicia and all of the other things that happened before the social media age, we still did, we still did receive outpourings and everything. And then, of course, it will eventually die down. So I guess you know, to counter my own thought, I get so to, you know, in a way, you know, maybe the social media age is exactly what we were doing before anyway. You know, we, the people that knew about it did something if they could, and then they moved on, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like what you said, what Trump said, like, Look, we over here in Puerto Rico, but we ain't gonna be here forever. So y'all had issues before we came here, and that's the same thing could be said with Houston or any other place or issue or you know hot topic. Like, listen, there were already issues before we started discussing it. We gonna discuss it. We gonna try to handle it right now, but tomorrow we got other stuff to handle. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, so uh, I guess it's like a double-edged sword, and it's 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 definitely a new world, so to speak, for those who like us lived life before this whole age came about to learn how to adjust, I guess. Mm-hmm. And and because those people who were born in this age know nothing else. So um, this was another good episode, if I if I do say so myself. And hey, so- Jay Z, <laughs> I do say. So again, listeners, um, you know we're on on iTunes because you're listening to us. Um, so subscribe, do comment on us and share us. And we'll see you next time. Peace.